0: This is Jeremy here, Critical Transit, or wherever else you might know me. I am in Lincoln City, Oregon, and I'm about to bike the coast of Oregon. I got here today after taking the bus from Portland to Salem, and then another bus, Coastal Connector, out to Lincoln City. I haven't really done much biking today, maybe five miles, um, but I'm out here at Devil's Lake State Park. And I've gotten set up here, and I did not forget my tent poles like last time, so that's progress. And... Uh, yeah, I'm just uh, hanging out with the, some of the other bikers out here. I'm just chatting and just, just uh, made some food, washed my dishes. And uh, it was kind of nice. I had all leftovers today because it was day one. I just took stuff from my house. So uh, tomorrow is going to be a little bit more interesting. Although tomorrow I'm going to hit a food co-op in about 30 miles. So that that's nice. Um, and so, uh, yeah, you might remember that I swore off the Oregon coast. And I said, I'm never coming back here again. The this, this coast sucks. Um, but I'm back. I um, decided to give it another try and uh, basically last year i went in uh, mid-october uh, i left october 8th from seattle and took a ferry about a half hour to bainbridge island and i rode my bike up uh, to port angeles port townsend around basically did a 101 loop around the olympic uh, national park olympic peninsula uh, i did not go in the park because most of it's not accessible without a without a car um, it's like a 30 mile drive to, to Pretty much any access point. Um, but I, uh, I made use of local buses, regional buses along the way. And so I uh, probably biked uh, maybe less than half of that, that whole distance all the way around. Um, but I went through you know, Port Angeles Forks uh, down over the bridge into Oregon, um, the Astoria Bridge. did not bike over that bridge. I took the bus. And uh, then I came through Astoria. I went to Fort Stephen Stevens State Park and uh, I went down, I made it about a, maybe, I don't know, a few days um, down the coast and the weather turned really cold and wet and the, I wasn't digging the traffic. Uh, there was a lot of traffic, it was really close and I had minimal shoulder, if any. And, uh, and I wasn't really, aside from a few spots, I wasn't really enjoying it. I made it to, I think it was, I think it was Pacific City or maybe, no, I made it to Lincoln City and uh and then i hopped the bus to Newport i i found uh, there was a hostel in Newport and so i called up and the owner said yeah come on down uh, lost Bowie hostel and uh he was there that was great and uh i wound up staying there for a couple of days as it uh, nonstop rain but uh, enjoyed Newport and then i i went east and did other things in Oregon but now I'm back here. I've been living in Portland for a couple months now and uh, I'm excited to, to head down the coast. Uh, I was gonna start in Newport. I kept going back and forth between Newport and Lincoln City and transportation logistics kind of made Lincoln City the place. And uh, although I could have made the bus to Newport today at the Lincoln City transfer point, um, I wasn't sure and uh, we would been very tight. And by the time we got there, I was ready to get off and, and get riding. So I rode a little bit around Lincoln City, maybe maybe like 10 miles. And uh, now I'm here. Um, this is a, kind of a nice campsite. It's uh it's on the east side of Highway 101, so it's not not most of the campgrounds are next to the ocean. So this is uh you know the upside is it's a little less windy here, but, uh, but it's still pretty windy up there. I got tent stakes down. I got everything set up. I uh, made a little food and it's just kind of hanging out. It's getting a little chilly here. It's time now is about uh, maybe six 6:30 and uh, sun is. Sun's going down fast, it goes down earlier these days. So the plan from here is to bike tomorrow. I'm definitely gonna make it to Newport and um, probably just stop at South Beach State Park, which is just on the other side of the bridge from Newport. And that's 32 miles total. And I think the benefit of that is that I'll be able to uh, head back into Newport in the morning. And there's a really great co-op in Newport, a food co-op in Newport. And uh, go there, and then if there's anything going on with the bike, there's a bike shop there. Hopefully, I won't need that, but um, I have to take a look at my gears. I uh, suddenly my suddenly my chain ring is not going into uh, first gear, so I gotta gotta mess with the limit screws a little bit. Uh, so I'll do that in a little bit. And yeah, I'm just uh, so once I get to Newport, it's after there. It's uh, 25 miles to Yahat and then 25 miles to Florence, and. Then on down uh, all the way on down the coast, and Brookings is going to be the last town in Oregon. And then I'm I'm expecting to make it into California, into uh, t- t- see today's today September 18th. It's uh, Tuesday, so I'm hoping to make it. I should make it by the end of the week down to uh, Gold Beach or Brookings, uh, depending on how fast I go. This is I have two weeks off from my job, and this is a little different than tours in the past because I. Uh, have a job that I'm going back to, and there's no s- hard date that I'm returning, but, uh, you know, they would like me sooner rather than later, and I told them two weeks, and, you know, if I call them and tell them I need an extra couple of days, uh, they're going to have to deal, but uh, we'll see how it goes. I'm figuring it take about a week to get to uh, Smith River or Arcata, uh, Eureka, California, depending on how, uh, how fast and hard I go, and if I make use of any buses along the way. Uh, my understanding is that once I get a little bit into California, the, uh, the road gets a lot worse and the, the shoulder disappears and there's a lot of traffic. And so if the road conditions are bad, I've, I've told myself on this tour, after what happened last year, I've told myself that uh, if I'm not having fun and enjoying the, the traffic conditions, then uh, I'm, I'm gonna change it up. So that probably would mean fast forwarding. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. And there's buses the whole, the whole length of the coast. There are buses that I, that I can use. Uh, once I get past Yahats, the buses are only Monday to Friday, but that's—it's that's not a huge deal. I can make that happen, and so, yeah. So I'm looking forward. It's about 250 miles from Lincoln City to Smith River, California, which is like 10 or 15 miles past the border, and so figure I should certainly be able to do that within a week. That'd be nice and easy, and then uh, hoping to go see some friends in California after that by hopping the bus and continuing south. So so that's the plan here, and I, I'll i keep you updated. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do these little updates. I like to do this, and it's good for me because it's, it's interesting to hear after the fact. Like when, when I, I go back and uh, listen to the Utah ones every once in a while, and I rode across southern Utah. And so, you know, compared to that, this, this tour is, uh, is completely, it's just super chill. You know, I have access to food and water every day, um, not often good food. I got uh, you know these these campgrounds here with, with full services. So although there is there is something to be said about being out in the middle of nowhere and just camping on BLM land, and, you know that sort of that sort of good isolation. But uh, isolation can can be a bad thing, as I as I experienced after about two weeks in the middle of nowhere Utah. I was I was really itching to, to see some people, and then, and then I got sick from that eating well, which is a, also an effect of uh, of being in the middle of nowhere and isolated. So. So here, this is this is really good and super chill, and there's a lot lots to see in the towns and the beach, you know, beautiful beach views and everything. So uh, I'm looking forward to a nice, uh, relaxing week or more, and we'll see how it goes. Good morning from Devils Lake State Park. Still, that's 10 o'clock on Wednesday morning, and I'm getting ready to head out of here. I'm waiting for my stuff to dry. Um, so far, so good, considering I haven't been camping in I don't know, is it almost a year? No, it's probably maybe six to eight months uh, since I've been camping. And uh, yeah, and it's all went off pretty well. And I forgot a cup for tea. So I'm going to pick one of those up at a thrift shop today. And uh, there's one down the street here. And I also need to get a lock for the, uh, they have lockers here. And uh, mainly I use that to just keep my food bag in there. So I keep it away from the tent and uh, so the animals don't get in there. And, uh, but, it, but you do need to uh, put a padlock on it in order for the clothes properly. So, uh, so I'll need to get one of those. Um, other than that, a uh, little minor hiccups. I mean, it was, it was cold. It was got down to about 40 degrees Fahrenheit, which is probably what, five Celsius. And uh, it was, it was chilly, but I'm, I'm so glad I brought the big sleeping bag, my 15 degree Marmot Trestle sleeping bag. Uh, it prominently says women's on the back. And so uh, you know, for what that's worth, show you those things don't really mean anything. Um, but I, it looks like it's pretty much dry. Yeah, I, um, the end of the sleeping bag got a little wet at, the, at the, the foot of the bag. Got a little wet on the end of the tent, the condensation. Uh, the, the tarp, I guess it's the tarp, the, uh, or the, the rainfly, that's what it is. Uh, it uh, got pretty wet on both sides from, from condensation and dew. Uh, the dew point, I guess the temperature was pretty low and the dew point was high enough and it, uh, and it got wet. And so uh, it's, it's dry in here. My tent has dried fully, and uh, the tent was pretty much all dry. It was just uh, a little bit of the water had gotten onto the screen, uh, most, mostly while I was taking the rainfly off. So, uh, and, and the floor was wet as well. So I got that. I have a, I have a ground cloth that goes, it fits the tent. And it goes under the under the tent. And as you can see, our campsite is right next to the road. Um, so it looks like my floor ground cloth is dry here. So well, that's exciting. So I can fold this up. And other than that, oh nope, it's still a little 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 bit wet in the corner here. Let's put it back up here. And we'll wait for that to dry. Okay. Now my towel's hanging here too. And uh, I'll do the sleeping bag in a minute. And other than that, I'm pretty much ready to go. I'm gonna be heading down to Newport today, and I think I, I think I'm gonna to go to South Beach, I'm just outside of Newport, same plan as yesterday. At, uh, we'll see what happens. If I'm feeling strong, if I go another 10 miles past South Beach, there's another a different campsite uh, called Beachside, and uh, I don't know if it's on the beach or not, but I know South Beach is. And so uh, if I keep going, then um, I'll have to stop at that co-op on the way today instead of going there in the morning, uh, which isn't necessarily bad, but I uh, consumed most of the fruit, food that I brought yesterday, and uh, all of the perishable stuff is gone, uh, which is good. So uh, I had a nice bowl of oatmeal this morning, uh, I made I remembered to put some raisins and some chia seeds in there, so that was that was good stuff. And uh gonna pick up some fruit today on the way. I still have my smoothie from yesterday. I actually drank about half of it. It's in my insulated thermos. And uh just yeah, I guess it was it was cold last night so I wasn't drinking it. So we'll see if it's still good today. Finish that off. And uh yeah, I got got my stuff packed up, ready to go. The jacket situation is good. I got a pretty thin sweatshirt and uh and a new rain jacket that I just got and uh, I'm watching somebody um, wash his shoes and water and so now his shoes are going to be all wet and that looks like a bad idea. Um, I'm really glad that I brought my uh, hiking boots. I have these Merrill, I don't know what they're called, but uh, they're very they've been very good. They've had them for a few years now and they've held up really well and they're basically, I wouldn't say they're waterproof, but they're so water resistant as to essentially be waterproof for my purposes um, i wouldn't take these if i'm walking around in you know puddles all day or trying to walk around in deep snow or anything like that uh... I, these are not suitable for that but but for anything um, you can certainly step on water and um, eh, they've shown some signs of wear so it might be time to get a new pair sometime soon but i'm really glad i brought these because if i had brought my sneakers they would have been soaked from the dew and. Uh, yeah, and just walking around the grass here. It's a little wet. So I'm happy for that. Things look pretty good. I got, the uh, bike looks ready to go. The the helmet is a new experiment for me. So, uh, because I have that mirror, I don't know if I mentioned this yesterday. I, uh, I haven't worn a bike helmet for about a year and uh, been much happier, but I really haven't found a mirror situation that works. Um, I have one that clips to my eyeglasses, my su- sunglasses, which I also brought with me. But um, it's not that big, and it's kind of annoying, and you can't wear it in, at night. So uh, I got this, I bought a helmet, and I got a, I got the uh, my favorite mirror called the Safe Zone Mirror. It uh, attaches to your helmet with zip ties, and it's big, and it stays in place, and it's, and it's awesome. Uh, it's called the Safe Zone Mirror, and you can get it for like 30 bucks, which is a little buy for a mirror, but it's really, really good. And so, uh, so I got that, and uh, I'm excited. But, uh, but the helmet, uh, you know, the pros and cons of having the helmet. And the um, basically, the pro is uh, the mirror. Um, and I guess the other pro is it can help when it's when it's wet or windy, it gives you a little bit of insulation. And uh, I got a cover for it as well. Sorry about the truck going by. And uh, but down big downside of the helmet, helmet gets wet. You leave the helmet outside. It was with my bike. It was soaked this morning in dew. And it's still drying off, so uh, we'll see how long that takes. Bike is mostly dry. My stuff is almost all packed, with the exception of this other stuff here that I'm gonna get. And uh, Yeah, I met some really cool people here. Some people going, uh, I met uh, one guy who's from the UK who started in Vancouver and did, um, went up the Power River, did Vancouver Island, and he's on his way down towards San Diego. And uh, a couple of thru-hikers that, uh, you don't usually see hikers at these hiker-biker sites, but they're doing uh, the PCT or, the, or the, maybe it's the Oregon Trail. I don't know. I think it's whatever goes through here. And um, they're doing that, and they are going northbound. So they we talk to each other about some things uh, on the road to watch out for. And uh, there's a couple of guys doing a fairly local thing, uh, doing about a week. And one woman is here from... Uh, she just took a gay... I forget where, but she just took a... A year off before before college, uh, sorry, between uh, undergrad and grad school, and she's going. She started in Vancouver and went uh, basically I think straight down to the Seattle Islands, and then she went when she got to to uh, Astoria. She went into Portland and then did uh, Central and Eastern Oregon, and now she's back out on the coast. So that's that's really interesting, and I think she's trying to make it down to San Francisco. Um, a couple other guys I saw that were camped at a site a little a little further away, kind of the overflow site, and they're uh, they're going down. They also started in Vancouver and going down to San Francisco. That seems to be a pretty common theme here. And I did not meet anybody biking northbound, so we'll see. Uh, maybe I'll meet uh, some some later. But it's it's nice and it's one of the things I really enjoy about being out here. And that one of the things that makes the Oregon coast a, a nice place to to bike tour is that. You meet so many other bikers and uh and it's you know all these beach towns you're, you're passing towns all the time i was uh I, I wound up talking about utah a little bit last night as we were talking about different bike tours that we've done and uh you know this is this is paradise is super chill compared to utah because um utah is fantastic you know going through southern utah it's fantastic in terms of the scenery and the landscapes and just, you know, being in the middle of nowhere, and no cars, and it's just, you camp wherever you want, and all that stuff. But uh, the downside is you're really isolated. You, you don't see anybody which can wear on you after a while. And food and water is really challenging. Um, there was one point we had to go three days without, without uh, food and water stop. So that was, that was a challenge. Um, but it can be done. And, uh, and I we laugh because I have two panniers on the back of the bike, and I strap my tent and sometimes a sleeping bag on uh, the uh oh no always the sleeping bag and sometimes the tent depending on how my packing goes i strapped that to the top and on no, top of the rack i mean and uh, and i have a u-lock with me this time because i'm gonna when i'm gonna need it when i get into the cities in california so uh yeah i didn't want to buy one there so uh, but i laugh because there's you know people most people who are on tour i think they have the four pannier set up and they still strap stuff to the top and uh you know sometimes like like when i went through utah i had had the exact same setup i have now two bags and a sleeping bag and tent strapped on top and and i managed to carry all that food and water so i think about that and i I see these people carrying so much stuff and i'm just you know and it's you know it'd be nice to have a little more space but my bike just doesn't fit a front rack i've dealt with that it's been it's been uh, very sad on numerous occasions that i've tried so i just kind of go with what i got but next time um, what that means is that if i ever want to do a tour in uh you know an isolated area where i need to carry extra stuff um i'll be able to add two panniers and that, that should be no problem at all so and maybe carry extra clothing but as for now oregon coast chill tour 2018 so far so good and i will talk to you at south beach and right now i'm going to put on some iron maiden and get ready to go